I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls With Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. We have an advice episode on deck for you. It's a full double take episode. We, we haven't done we this in one. a second, and it's long overdue. I think our one of our favorite things, you know, that's hard to say because I have a lot of favorite things. I love I like all I of our episodes. I love talking thing, about, like, thing. all of the different topics that we already talk about and having these conversations, but I also love answering your direct questions, hearing about your lives, and you know, getting to think about that because it's directly applicable to you. And hopefully a lot of these questions that you guys submit are like kind of widely applicable to other people too. I think some of them are like a bit more specific scenarios, but not specific enough that no one else has experienced it. I think a lot of these are like, no, every question that was asked, I'm like, wow, yeah, this is, everyone can relate. (laughs) Yeah. And then some of them are a bit more broad that like everyone can take something from. So you guys are driving this episode a little bit today and we're just here to get you thinking about them and relay our thoughts and answers. But like we do with every double take, you know, we call it the double take because we may have different opinions, just as you guys may have different opinions. So don't take anything we say as like this has to be the absolute path. It's just our first thoughts on the question and, you know, 
my initial impression of where to go. Also an unbiased opinion because I'm not the one experiencing it in most right. scenarios. Like at the end of the day, we're just here to talk. So first question is, how do I encourage my boyfriend to work out and eat healthy? He really doesn't take care of himself and it's discouraging. This, I feel like you could, one, just before we get into the actual question, there can be obviously discrepancies between how active or the interest someone has within a relationship. That's normal and okay. But when it gets to the point of like you are health focused and really enjoy working out and being active and the person you're with is the opposite and is like really sedentary and just not into health at all, that's just a foundational value difference. And if they can't and aren't willing to switch or at least make efforts to be a little bit healthier for their own personal well-being and for the sake of like this is something we do together then that is just a fundamental value difference and that is an interesting way to think about it rather than being like I need to get them to I need to get them to work out like I need to get them to be healthier like that's not your job though you can be a guiding supporting factor Mm -hmm. in their journey to get healthier but I would angle it as like if you really like going on walks or bike rides or doing a yoga class or like doing a certain workout class or having some sort of like your favorite lunch spot or your favorite healthy activity whatever it may be asking them to come do it with you and phrasing it in the sense of like this is just an activity I want to do together because it is an activity you want to do together and hopefully they come along just for the sake of doing something with you and Mm -hmm. over the the long term you can get it to be a more foundational habit that you guys have together and then that can be their gateway into like well I feel better I'm enjoying this like I want to do a little bit more and a little bit more yeah I think you know there are certain scenarios where you just can't change people in general but I do think like there are so many people who discover fitness who discover their health goals at different points in their lives so I wouldn't say that you know if you're with somebody in a relationship and they don't necessarily have the same healthy values as you right now I think that is something that can grow on a person I think our values can change over time so in Catherine and I like to say a lot that the best relationships and the best friendships come with people who you share values with even if the interests and the manifestation of those values are different for example if that's health maybe health to you looks one way and health to another person looks another way because you like to fill it with different activities and there you have different types of favorite foods you know but you guys share that value of being healthy when you say he really doesn't take care of himself it sounds like he doesn't necessarily have that value right now and I think you need to kind of test the waters and see if this is something that he can hold as a value in the future something that he can build because it's something that's important to you like I would also want to be in a relationship with someone who has that same value of health because it's so important to me so instead of you know coming across in a way where you're making him know that it's super discouraging and I don't think you take care of yourself somebody might like feel offense to that even if you mean it in a positive way I think people can be like sensitive about their habits and their health and their bodies and all of those things so I agree with in Catherine in the sense that let's like not approach it in a way of like I'm I don't like that you don't do this but let's take a more 
like encouraging approach of hey like I let's go on this hike together I really want to do this or like I think it'd be fun and start smaller maybe with something that is not going to be so exhausting for them that they're never going to want to do it again maybe like a shorter or like less physically intense bike ride or hike or something like that activity of yeah whatever yeah and then I think as you guys start doing those things together it's not only oh I'm I'm enjoying this thing but it's like I'm enjoying doing it with you and then that's when you can continue to share how much you value health and how much you would appreciate being able to do those things together I think let's like get let's dip our toes in the water before we like super voice the opinion of like hey I would really like if you did more of this and you cared more about this let's like show them that they can enjoy it first absolutely i don't know if i want to be friends with my current bestie and i'm not sure how to leave her this is huge i feel like it's always a topic of conversation to be like you deserve better blah 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 like you deserve better friends which you do absolutely we say that all the time it's i don't want to say trend but it's a trend on social media like people say this all the time you deserve better like leave toxic relationships when they're really bad or when you like deserve more but no one actually says how to do it Mm -hmm. because that is so difficult and personal um at the end of the day like there's no you could have a full-on conversation you could like have a sit-down discussion like you're breaking like a breakup essentially or you could like phase them out which is the more common thing to do Mm -hmm. or it could end up in a big blowout fight which is frustrating and irritating (laughs) but like when it does happen it's like the easy way out it's a little bit relieving to just be done but it does kind of sit you with a bit of negative energy start that listen i've never started a big blowout fight but i've been involved in that (laughs) it's happened sometimes um i also think that there's maybe more depth to this question like i don't know if i want to be friends with my current bestie why do you feel like you guys are just growing apart and they might be holding you back in certain areas of life do you think that they're not a very nice person are they making you feel bad because if somebody is like if they're not making you feel bad and they still make you feel good to be around but you just feel like you're not on the same wavelength on the same path of life then maybe you just kind of like taper it down a bit and start doing your own thing a bit more so that you're not not friends anymore but maybe you're not just as best friends and as tied to the hip as you might be right now it might not have to be a situation where you're like never friends because maybe you do love this person you have a lot of history with them and you still want to be friendly like we have some people like that we have a great friend that we've been friends with like since childhood and there have been phases of our lives where we've been best best friends and then other times where you know we're in different colleges we haven't been around yeah and so like our friendship has changed and fluctuated over the years but it's always nice to still have that person in our lives because you know they're always a great person and you still enjoy being around them so that could be one situation if somebody does feel really toxic to you then that's a situation of like it's gonna go bestie to zero because the people that you are around shape you so much I just saw this reel my mom loves to send me reels and she sent me something last night and then I was just scrolling through old reels that she sent and it was one where they said some Harvard professor did a study and said that 99% of your success is determined by I don't know what the phrase was like referent power maybe like the people that are around you which is so valid because the people that are around you are the ones whose ideas and energies you bounce off of they're the ones that either encourage you or discourage you they're the ones who include you in things or 
exclude you from things. They either have high energy or low energy. They're either driving things forward or they're holding you back. They're either opening you up to opportunities or they just don't have opportunities or they're leaving you out. Like the people that are around you matter so much. And also the way that those people act can it always reflects in how you act like you pick up things from the people around you as well as we had a whole episode on reputation and like unfortunately your reputation is also skewed a bit by the people that you hang out with even if you're not that person so there is so so much power in the people you hang out around especially when that is like your best friend and people almost associate you guys together Mm -hmm. sometimes when they know that your bestie is attached by the hip so I would go about it in a way of first deciding is this somebody that I cannot have in my life at all or is this somebody that I just want to taper down a bit and have a bit more freedom and explore different things and then the best or I guess the maybe solution with the most ease and the less stress is always just going to be to like taper it off a little bit maybe just fill your schedule with a bit more things that are you do on your own so that when this person is hanging out or asking to hang out you have something else that you're doing or you're like hey I really have to study right now or I'm going for a run or I'm going for a walk or I'm doing this you know I'm filling my time with this so that slowly over time maybe you're just a little bit less available and a little bit less available and it changes that baseline because when you have a friend think about it you have some friends who you might see every day and then some friends who your cadence is like once a week once every couple of weeks once a month and like that is the cadence of the relationship so if you slow down the cadence of your certain relationship by like tapering it off a bit then you can kind of build this new normal and this new cadence without it having to be like zero a hundred to zero we have to like I have to fire you as a friend we're blowing this off and then if someone is like absolutely so toxic you don't want to be with them anymore I would say you either have a conversation with them or if you're feeling bold enough to have that conversation or just but you literally don't have to yeah you it don't have, have to, to. Be that like serious. I would go in the route of not just personally because I'm like I don't like the drama I don't like the confrontation so I would just not be available and like never be available and hope that they kind of get that message and then if they don't and they ask you about it then just be like I I just don't think that this is that this relationship is great or I don't have the space for it right now like you don't necessarily owe them a huge explanation unless they're like absolute best friend forever and then you're trying to go straight to zero from there then of course someone's going to want a bit of an explanation a bit of closure but I think that for the most part in relationships like you can just kind of taper things off and people naturally go in their different directions anyways like I have a lot of friendships where we're just like nothing bad happened but it's like if I saw them I would say hi but we're just not we're just not friends like we used to be and that's okay because people's life comes and goes in waves so I hope that was helpful you know I feel like it's very situational (laughs) jealousy when someone starts your hobby and acts like a pro at the start when you've trained for years this is really frustrating and I feel like it does happen a lot like you are this is your thing maybe it's not publicized that it's your thing maybe you like horseback ride and that's not like a sport at your school or whatever Mm -hmm. I feel like it happens a lot in high school um or like you have a sport or a hobby or an interest that you've had for a really long time and you're really into it but you don't necessarily publicize it and even if you do someone picks it up and they're like oh my god this is my new thing they go zero to 100 real quick and like just start talking about it everywhere one thing I have to say about this is that if they do go zero to hundred and are blasting it about town, it's gonna fall off just as quickly as it came up. Yeah, and it's not gonna last if they're so hardcore about it. Like, 
that's a sign to me that they are just searching for something but also the fact that they're like acting like a pro from the start and probably like publicizing it so Means much they don't actually care it's about like it. they're doing it for the public eye whereas it's clear that you're doing it because it's something that like you're intrinsically motivated to do and that you love for yourself mm-hmm. and so you know you're gonna sustain that it they're they're taking of the interest that's so frustrating like i know that feeling where you feel like wait everyone now thinks that they're this pro at this but i've been putting in the work and no one's recognizing that like it's frustrating to feel like you're not getting credit for like your years of hard work and the all of the care and interest and everything that you've put into it when somebody else is just kind of mouthing off about it a bit more but you're the one that's actually going to gain all of the benefits that you're gaining from it because nothing's changing for you you're still doing it in the same way and you're still enjoying it in the same way and maybe you didn't care in the past when other people didn't know about it or you were being more humble about it or more quiet about it so why should you care now because this person is just going through a phase and they're probably going to go through another phase a month later exactly and about the credit thing maybe other people are like maybe you're frustrated because other people are hearing the person say this sorry but if someone is like boasting about their like fabricated accomplishments people aren't gonna and if i would assume that this person maybe does this a lot or it's just like high energy if it's a valid like accomplishment or something that you're proud of doing and you want to share that with your friends that is a completely different story and your friends will be so supportive and like involved and interested in it but if someone is doing what it seems like here is like boasting about this new hobby that they just like went zero to 100 with your friends might be supportive and like happy and excited about just as excited about it in the beginning Mm -hmm. but as they keep doing it they're not going to be as excited about it because it's not a real hobby for them it's just a phase um whereas with you maybe your friends aren't continuously like boasting in support of you doing this hobby and you're not you feel like maybe you're not getting credit because this other person is taking up all the airspace with it but your friends are still gonna see and support you and like respect that you have this hobby and have this long-term hobby as well as if you are really good and really involved in this the people in that space outside of like the relationships that are hearing this other person boast about it the people who are like if you if you horseback ride maybe your coach maybe your team whatever it is um i don't know why that was my horseback ride horseback like, ride I, never horseback <laughs> ridden um they're all gonna see and respect and actually truly value your professionalism and like your experience and involvement within the sport mm-hmm. so keep doing what you're doing and the phase will end and I, you'll go back i will to say the one more one thing i think that when you are more humble about something and you're a bit more quiet about it i think people honestly have more respect and admiration for that because they're like they know that you don't need that validation from them and like you keep it kind of quiet it's a little bit mysterious and i think people are drawn to that so keep doing you but also maybe like voice it to your friends a little bit like talk about it a little more if you want to and then um also some people are just naturally more intrinsically motivated and some people 
need that extrinsic motivation which is like that validation from other people the external awards along the way it's not necessarily like good or bad if you're intrinsically motivated versus extrinsically but like maybe for you you're so self-motivated in this thing it's so personal for you and you fuel yourself with it whereas somebody else needs that external validation they need somebody else to know they need somebody else to be congratulating them for them to be able to keep going and like that is just kind of different people's mindsets and how we're built so like keeping that in mind too can be helpful where you're like clearly very intrinsically motivated by this you're fueling yourself whereas other people they might not have that spark within them quite as much and they might need to be getting that from other people for them to keep going I really like this next question I have my life together but it's so together that it's boring and I feel stuck it's so relatable like there's this to have your life together and have everything organized and feel like everything's in order but then we also have this pull to like be adventurous and have fun and you know have some plot twists in our lives so I totally relate to this question because I feel like I'm constantly kind of back and forth between like do I want to have more of this like all of everything tied up everything organized super productive like I have my shit together type vibe or do I want to have a more free-spirited type vibe and like I think I need something in between and I think probably most of us need something in between so it's a very good first step that you have your life together not that many people can say that so I wouldn't look at it as like a negative way of like I have my life so together that it's boring it's like you have your life so together now you have this great baseline so what can you do to like add a little spice add a little freedom add a little um fun and adventure to that right because you have this baseline that not that many people have of having your life together you are so much better off than being in a position of like not having anything together in your life and also not knowing where to go you know like you have the majority of the equation and all you're saying is that it's so together that it's feeling a little boring your job is just to add a little fun right but I get what it's sometimes you get too deep into a hole where you're like wow I've like done everything I you just get in a phase and like life comes in phases obviously but sometimes when you're in a phase where like shit's so together there's like nothing going on Mm. besides like work and you doing your thing and then that is so fun for a while and then it switches just like having your life not together can be fun for a while and then it switches absolutely um but I like the point about a baseline I also want to say that it's a good thing that you are feeling like wow I'm like this is I'm feeling stuck right now and I need to add things and change things and maybe go in a different direction in some things because once you realize that you can take action and like make intentional changes in those areas or like make take the intention to bring other things into your life whereas before you would just be vibing and like enjoying you having your life together because getting your life together and like living in that for a while is super fun and then you get to the point where oh my god I feel stuck and it almost happens like overnight or really quickly but that's when you're like okay now it's time to make changes so you had the best time getting your life together having your life together and now you're gonna make it even better for your current life phase by adding some new things in or making some changes or whatever it may be mm-hmm. I think we crave change in our lives and so there's always the change of like getting your life together and organizing things and building those routines and building those systems like that journey of doing that is enjoyable in itself because it gives you 
like a purpose it gives you you know a goal that you're working towards to get all these things together and then once you get there even though you've met that goal you kind of don't have anything that you're working towards now now it's a bit on autopilot but that's awesome because you've done that and you've taken the steps to get there and like you've accomplished that that's huge and you have this like autopilot routine of your life even if like you know you're putting the work in for all of those steps you're not building these new habits and new routines you've done that so, so do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there when talking about rosetta stone i always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to china for work he used rosetta stone for mandarin and obviously carolyn and i would use it too especially when we found out that we were going to move to asia that is such a core memory for me and i can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls with Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Carolyn and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Now, if you're like, there's, there's, ways where you can just sit in that and kind of chill and enjoy it and like put in the work there but then there's also times where if you're saying you, that it's feeling boring and you're feeling stuck well now it's like okay what's that kind of new goal of how can I be a little bit more social how can I try something new and maybe it's as small as like just picking up a hobby that is just for fun and just so casual and just you trying something new because it sounds like everything else in your life is so put together in a way where it's probably more purpose-driven and more productive so i think it could be super beneficial to add like some fun little hobby 
like maybe you go to like an art class or maybe you try some new physical thing that you've never done before like go try boxing or, or like go, ask different people to hang out yeah or like bike ride or like yeah start maybe planning a couple like little activities over. to have like you know a fun pizza making night or charcuterie and wine night something like that like there's so many different ways where you could just add casual things to your life that feel maybe a little bit less productive and purposeful in the sense that the rest of your life is but are just so fun and fulfilling and give you that carefree touch to life talk about being self-employed versus a nine-to-five I think this is really interesting and I could talk about this forever because we kind of are both self-employed and have a nine-to-five or have recent nine-to-five experience so through this podcast through our social medias through all that we I mean you guys have listened to the ads that's how this is become a business for us and there's a lot of like back-end business things that go into this that we don't talk about even though we like eat it up and it's so interesting that's not what you guys are here to hear about at the end of the day like we're here to talk to you and you're here to listen and we're here to all just like hang out for an hour each week um but there is a lot of business stuff that goes into it and it is between every single like piece together advertisement and you know business involvement pertaining to the podcast like it does become a full-time job and it does become a lucrative career if you grow it big enough as well as we both worked in a nine-to-five we through our school we do like our school's so interesting it's hard explaining it to people who aren't in it but it's like instead of doing classes for a semester most students do a nine-to-five for six months Mm -hmm. so we both had that experience twice now Mm -hmm. and have also continued it because we've each been able to extend for certain periods so we've both had a lot of experience self-employed also nine to five and also a lot of it at the same time as well because even when we've done nine to five it's like the podcast hasn't shut off and so it's given me so much perspective on each of them and I think that there are benefits and drawbacks of each I think everyone thinks the dream is like quit the nine to five be self-employed and I I mean I can't disagree with that there are huge benefits to it you get to manage your own time Mm -hmm. you get to be so much more creative and build almost exactly what it is that you want to build you get to experiment with new things you get to be the one in charge like nobody is in charge of you at the same time though you have to do everything it's a huge undertaking because you have to do everything it becomes so many different jobs so like as a creator for example you're the one coming up with the ideas you're the one filming the content you're the one talking you're the one editing the content you're the one coming up with the posting schedule you're the one interacting with the people who are following you you're the one who's doing the analysis of what are what's the algorithm looking like what's trending right now how can I stay on top of this there's a lot of strategy in it and also you have to manage yourself talking with different brands and talking with different partners and platforms and all of these things you have to manage not only your time well because it it is so time consuming in the best way possible but you also have to follow schedules because there's so many different schedules going on and different deadlines for things because it is so it's not like oh hi I work for this company and these are the projects that I'm on it's like oh I'm interacting with like six different companies and six different people and managers and all of these things right now it's just so many different things going on at once and you have to be the ringleader for because it's it's you on the line like it is your business your interests and you have to do every part of it so you do the creative you do the marketing you do the finance you do the like operation side of everything you do it all and it is so 
fun and rewarding but it is also so taxing so sure you can manage your own time which is great so if someone was like oh do you want to get lunch right now and I didn't have a deadline coming up and I didn't have any meetings I could just be like yeah I'm not on the clock essentially but that means I have to come home at 9 p.m and like finish my stuff you know what I mean it also means that we are 21 years old in the past two years there hasn't been a day where I haven't like worked even a little bit yeah most days I'm working. I think weekend days incredibly yeah. committed to the point where like there is no nine to five hours. Even if you have that flexibility, there's nothing cutting you off at five p.m. or starting you at nine a.m. Some days I'll start work. Early I wake in the morning, up and immediately right sit down up. and work. Sometimes I'm on the couch from five to nine p.m. doing more work because maybe I've taken my afternoon to do an activity or something different. So or you just have so weekend. much to do. Just working on the weekends yeah. too sometimes. Especially with, like, the podcast comes out every Monday. And that's, like, done intentionally so that you guys have a fresh week with fresh things. Maybe you have a commute. Like, you guys can... We can hang out with you on your commute to work. Start the Mm -hmm. week off on a good note. Or you have the whole week to find time to listen to the podcast or find, like, the best point for you. But that also means that every single Sunday I am locked down doing this. Yeah. Editing, getting the episode up. We, We... For a while there, we were filming, recording, and editing on Sunday, getting it out. Like, I would not leave my house on a Sunday. Um, That also means that some days, if you just have a lot to do, you are waking up at like 6 a.m., sitting down working, and all of a sudden it's 10 p.m., and you're like, okay, I gotta go to sleep, and I didn't get up the entire day. But then you also have the flexibility that some days, if you really need to sleep in, you really have other things that you want to do, you also gain that flexibility of like being able to take a day off during the week or being able to work really light hours one day if you're going to an extent to an extent because yeah. that can only be done not that it often or you be get behind yeah. um just like calling out sick for work it's the same the same thing but also you get filled with like time commitments as you get deeper into this like you have meetings in this i'm right now doing so i was doing a 9 to 5 as well as the podcast both full time and now i'm doing i'm like consulting for in within the marketing space but so I don't have a full nine to five it's not as rigorous hours uh, like as strict hours but it is still like an external employed job but the benefits of being employed having both done both it is so much more stable and so much more reliable to be employed by someone whether it be I was working for a startup Caroline has been working for a corporate corporate like large company and so there's a little bit more stability within Caroline's role. I went, I've experienced like a lot of my colleagues getting laid off, a lot of like rapid changes, a lot of kind of chaos within the company. But at the end of the day, it's a decently large startup, so like people's paychecks come every week. That is another point that I was going to make that when it comes to being self-employed, there is not as much certainty about anything. Because you don't know what opportunities are going to come. You're running the show kind of by yourself. There's a lot of pressure on you. But also, there's fluctuation in money. You can have some huge months and you can have some really low months. And it's like, how do you plan for that? How do you psychologically be okay with having really low months? Like, how do you how do you wrap your head around that and not have that stability? Whereas when you're working a 9 to 5, you know your tasks. You know your people. You know that 
bi-weekly you're gonna get this same paycheck that you can rely on no matter what no matter how the company is performing yeah sometimes you have you know your bonuses and um maybe you have shares and things like that that the money can fluctuate but your base salary you know you're always getting that whereas when you're self-employed and we've been talking a lot about the creator position but there's so many other ways to be self-employed having your own business so many people put a ton of their money and risk all of their money into building their own business and they don't profit from it for years if ever there's Mm -hmm. a lot of instability there's a lot of risk that can come with that whereas when you work a nine to five you know you're getting that money you know what your job is you know the opportunities to move up and you also have a lot of benefits you know a lot of the time you're gonna get um, health insurance and health care and things like that and you have that sort of stability whereas when you're self-employed you don't get those t- sort of benefits and so I think that I've always thought of the dream of being self-employed but now after working a nine-to-five as well I'm like okay I don't necessarily love the idea of feeling trapped in an office this whole time but I really appreciate the calmness that I can feel knowing that this paycheck is coming knowing that if I did this full-time I would have health insurance I would have all of these things I would have like a career path upwards if I wanted it whereas when you're self-employed you don't know exactly what's coming next it could go up and down and that can kind of leave you with a constant feeling of stress it does leave you the constant feeling (laughs) of stress also on the money front like we get paid out in invoices most people if like any creator is getting paid out in invoices and it's like months later then you do the work yeah um because you do the things and then you invoice them and you have to wait for them to process it and pay it out and like the, on the same note every month the number is very different so it's really hard to plan mm-hmm. so if you had to plan for rent or like budgeting groceries or budgeting exactly anything you literally can't. Yes. You have to be very reserved. And it's really hard because it fluctuates so much. Whereas if you're getting a salaried paycheck or even an hourly position where you know your rate and you can pick up extra shifts or you can, you know, if you want to take some time off, you understand that, like, this is how much you're going to make in that month or that week, whatever it may be. It's predictable. It's reliable yeah. to a certain extent. Whereas it is never reliable when you are working for yourself. It you can put in so much work into it to some extent like the more work you put in the more work you put out that's how things work same thing in your job in your like nine to five job the more work you put in the more potential you have to be promoted and make more and like just have a better position whatever it may be but working for yourself a nine to five you take losses you take it you invest your own money you you do all these things and it's really unpredictable some months you have really good months and some months not as good and it's just you can't Mm -hmm can't rely on it the last thing i'll talk about is i think there's also a social aspect to it too not that the most important thing is what other people are thinking but i do notice that having this self-employed career that we've been building the past few years it's quite hard to explain to some people so hard there are some people who get it and who understand what you're saying and who can see it as a really positive thing there are also a lot of people who see that if you're not taking a traditional path they're very close-minded to that and they don't want to hear about it and they don't understand like we have a lot of family who I'm like I know they know a little bit about what I'm doing because I mention it but we have never gotten into a deep conversation about it because they just have never seemed interested or understanding about the fact or or I know that if I did explain like I'm working for myself or like taking risks if you're starting your own company or wanting to do something on that front If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. 
We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The admission card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The ambition card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. Like, you're not gonna be... Some people it'll be heavily respected and some people it will be heavily not yeah and that's i mean obviously that's not the biggest thing but it can leave you when you're self-employed and you're building something by yourself it you can feel very alone in it sometimes whether you're at the beginning stages in the first few years of something and you are literally the only one working on it and it is completely alone or even if you've built something and you have systems and you have other people but just family and friends around you like can't wrap their heads around it quite as much it does it can feel a little bit lonely sometimes so there's so many benefits and drawbacks to each of these and I mean I think it's all about like what you're vibing with and what you want to go for I can't really say one or the other and I can't really say exactly what my future is going to look like I think my dream since a kid has always been more of an entrepreneurial path self-employed but I also see that like when I'm older and when I have a family the security of a nine to five could also be incredible in so many different ways. And so I don't think that there's one or the other. Also, even when you're in your 20s, a nine to five is a great way to meet other people because there are going to be so many other young people in your company, in your offices, in the other companies that you collaborate with and just in that community. Mm -hmm. So I think it's also a great way to have a sense of community and meet people as well even if there is a little bit more flexible there's a little bit less flexibility in that day-to-day life so I don't think there's necessarily a right or a wrong answer I think it just really depends on you know what is serving you in your life in that moment because really who is to say where I'm gonna be in 10 years and what that's gonna look like I couldn't tell you and the final question similar on the career front is leaving a toxic job though you like your co-workers this 
one like if the job is toxic leave but i do have some things to say about liking your co-workers because that is that is true uh, just like what Karen said it's a it can be a really social place especially when you're young in your career and the longer you work at a job the deeper your relationship builds i am personally someone who like my co-workers sometimes are like talking all about their personal lives and i'm like i will i will happily have a conversation i will like enjoy myself talking with my co-workers and like enjoy spending time with them but but like you're not gonna i'm not sharing like my personal business with you guys that's just a, a workplace boundary that i have and some people just say anything and everything and i'm like can you read the room we're at work like let's, <laughs> can, let's calm down um but it is the co-worker relationship is a very different an interesting and fun relationship like it is fun to have work friends it's just you you auto bond and i think a lot of especially if you are in a toxic job space then you're probably like bonding negative not negatively but like bonding over negative things with your coworkers, and that's feeding into the toxic workplace as well so uh, by all means go get another job and you can like search for a new job while you're still in this one you don't have to leave your job before you have another job lined up unless it's like so bad i can't handle it and you know that like financially you can stick it out until you find another job then do your thing but you should like look for another job while you're in this new job and then when you get the other one leave your leave your current job and you can still be friends with your coworkers. Like, have them on LinkedIn. If you're, like, close enough, have them on Instagram. That's such a be. business like, thing. Have them on LinkedIn. Out. I think if you like your coworkers, hopefully your coworkers like you back. And if you're not changing your location, even though you won't be in a work environment with them, you could totally still stay in touch with people. Maybe, I don't know if you have coworkers that you hang out with outside of work, but if you do, then you can continue to go meet up for a drink or a dinner or a lunch or an activity and hang out with them. Or you can maybe start doing that if you weren't hanging out outside of work and you can yeah. kind of create this new relationship. And maybe it's not something where you're best friends, but maybe you catch up every, once a month or every couple weeks. But don't stay in a toxic job just because you like your coworkers. Like, you go find, go find a better one. You can still be friends with them and catch up with them while you're not in a toxic space. And also, like I said, toxic conversations are like feeding into the toxic job space, toxic work place mm -hmm. even if it be started as toxic like the more you interact and like discuss it with your coworkers, the deeper that hatred for your job is going to be valid which is just not a not a good space to be in so go get a new job and if you're leaving a job that you feel is toxic and you're getting something new definitely take a second to think about okay what made this toxic and what do i value in a new place and then when you are looking for a new job you're interviewing for a new job you're maybe asking around at a new company you know what to ask about like just as much as somebody is interviewing you you're also allowed to ask them questions ask about the work culture ask about the specific things that maybe felt toxic at your last place and you can even reference those things if you, if you want to say like hey i have this experience over here it did not feel great it's a huge reason why i am thinking of leaving there like what would you guys do to handle that? How is your environment different? You're allowed to ask those sort of questions too because you're interviewing them for the job that you're going to take and what you're going to dedicate yourself to just as much as they're interviewing you for the position. And those were full episode double take questions. So thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out with us on the double take. We are so happy that you're here. 
this coming Thursday is going to be our first mini travel diaries episode so definitely make sure you're staying tuned for that I'm excited it's going to be a good one we're in Croatia right now so we're we're getting all of the experience all of the tea ready to sit down and talk about it for our mini episode on there's Thursday no tea. we're just like hanging out so there's no tea but we're having a really great time it's very calm like I'm actually really loving Croatia mm-hmm so we'll do that on thursday we're also filming some travel vlogs for youtube you know we're popping off we're being super active on instagram so make sure you're following the podcast account at girls with goals pod on instagram and on tiktok as well as our personals because you know our personals are where we really we really give you guys the the insight into our lives and our thoughts and everything we're vibing with it's a visual <laughs> to everything we talk about of course so mine is going to be at caroline canine over on instagram and tiktok and at and Catherine canine those will also be all linked below so you can just click and check them out so we will see you guys next monday but first next thursday we love you bye Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.